Welcome to the Magnificent Vibes Podcast, aka MVP, where we talk about sports, music, media, and stuff that you might or might not care about. In today's episode, we play a little catch-up, explain why we had such a long hiatus in between episodes due to personal reasons. But after that, we get into some NBA talk. We're going to talk about the NBA All-Star selection, who we felt got snubbed. Also, we're going to talk about the trade deadline, some of these NBA trades that have already happened, and who we think the Bulls should trade, or should the Bulls make any moves before the trade deadline. We're also going to tap into this NBA coaches list and we're going to select who we think will win this year's Super Bowl, Super Bowl 56 between the Rams and the Bengals. And we also tap into the Brian Flores lawsuit against the NFL. In other segments, we have mailbag time and also in this face, we have a battle. Ladies and gentlemen, yes. The original House of Pancakes will be going up against Looms. Listen and find out who we think has the best breakfast between the two. And we have some awards to give out. So just sit back, relax. It's been a long time. So just relax and listen to us. Lapper for two hours and enjoy the show. What up? What it do? We back. We are back. Yes, yes, indeed. It's been a long time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Rodney, man, how you feeling? Man, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good, man. Feeling better for those over the Rona. I'm over the Rona, man. For those who might not know, uh, the reason why we've been gone for so long is because Rona found me, man. COVID girl (laughs) got me. COVID girl got me, man. If you, know, huh? you know. if you know, you know. If you don't know who Kobe Girl is, well, I see you some video. <laughs> but you undefeated in these streets, man. I'm still undefeated, man. I don't know. I don't know how, bro. Like, hey, hey, Ian, you had the mask on way before the virus. That's why. <laughs> I did, bro. I did. I was, Shout out to I E40. Masked up in, in these streets, man. You know, it's it's. I'm, I'm a Rosa night, man. I'm a Rosa night. It is what it is. I, I stay masked up, so you know, bro. Man, bro, working with the public, I totally thought. I'm like, yeah, I know I'm gonna get this, man, and. So far, so good, man. I, I, cause I'm, I'm hearing about people who don't really go out that much catching it. You know, um, you know, like folks like congregation, whatnot, and you know, people who have jobs like, unlike mine, where I'm, I'm rubbing shoulders with the public every day. You know, and it's like, I just knew I was gonna get it, man. But hey, man, you know, same here. We, I, I got a, is a brother, an elder in our, our congregation. I mean, this family got it twice and they don't even go nowhere really they, they are they the only time they go out is to go shopping and that's it and they they can't go together because they are nursing their mom so one of them have to be uh-huh. home so yeah man they they got it twice man so now they really paranoid they don't even want to leave the crib yeah that 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 sound like one of the elders of my body who called it he um 
he's retired and he's he's legally blind so he don't really go out driving nowhere you know his wife is the one who primarily runs errands and and he caught it man he was in bad shape but you know um yeah man just 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 be careful out here man like like you know i like i said i, I don't know how how i haven't caught it man is but you know Whatever shout I'm doing, I keep doing it, man. But shout out to you, man, for getting over it, man. And shout out to the people who lovingly checked in on Rodney. I heard your congregation uh, was very supportive. So shout out to them. Yeah, um, man. Yep. Uh, shout out to my customers, man. Um, a lot of customers. I had a lot of appointments that week. Had to cancel all of them. Uh, and, uh, one, uh, one of those cancellations uh, was kind of out of order, but you know what I mean? Shout out to the ones that checked on me, you know, and made sure I was okay. And it was it was more than just about a haircut. It was about my health, you know. So <laughs> And uh, shame on up. those people. Shame on those people who who was just like, oh man, what about my haircut? Hey man. It's like, dude, what <laughs> it's bigger things that play here than your haircut, fam. Exactly, dude. I could have been in the hospital when I text you, bro. Right, right. And right. you talking about some who should I go to? Find out. And that, and that goes back to, uh, and I did a barber, we did a barber episode a long time ago, check out the reels, whatever, look through our whatever podcast and find that episode. But I always tell customers, even my customers, have a plan B. You never know when things are going to happen, where your main barber is not going to be available. So have a plan B. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's my, okay. my, my my plan B is growing it out. That's my plan B. Or that too. But don't be trying to attack me talking about some who should I call? Who 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 else can cut my kind of hair and all this other stuff? I'm like, man, I don't dude. I'm sick, man. I don't know. Find out. There's over 500 people in barbers in Chicago. <laughs> Yeah, thousands, man. Thousands of cosmetologists that can actually cut hair better than barbers. That take walk-ins, you know what I'm or saying? Or take walk-ins. Go to sports clips. Go to... <laughs> it's, dude, it's lit. You can no, don't, don't go to sports clips. They don't know how to cut black hair. I know, I know. But 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 for him, but for him, I would I would more than happy to recommend him a sports clip. <laughs> yeah, but shout, shout out to you, man, for, for getting over it. Shout out to them friends. Shout yeah. out to Brother Sanders for digging and uh, being nice and digging the sisters <laughs> out from the snowstorm last week. Oh man, Brother Sanders was out there working, huh? You know he was, man. I'm like, man, Brother Sanders, you gonna come uh, shovel me out, bro? He just oh, gave man, me an you, idea you for an intro. You, 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 you younger than me, bro. You younger than me. You, you, you're back good. You know, I got, I got, you know, I got to dig sisters out. Got to get, you know, Sister Williams Bible study out and uh, Sister Williams Bible study sister. <laughs> What about the one that got baptized and got this fellowship right away? That sister, what, he, he shovel her snow too? I don't know, he, he kind of <laughs> quiet on that one. He quiet on that one. He probably did, he probably snuck over there and shoveled her walk. <laughs> Rang the bell, like, I, I just want to let you know. You, know, you, you ain't got nothing to worry about. I don't know, no, I ain't supposed uh, to yeah, talk yeah, to you, but yeah. just want to let you know. <laughs> I, know you just, I know you just fellowship and everything. I, I, know, I know I ain't supposed to talk to you, but uh, I just took care of that for you. You know, <laughs> he, 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 he can't do Sister William Bible Study House. He can't do the alley with the plow on the truck. Oh, he got the plow. Oh, you know, brother he did Sanders the Homer Simpson. The <laughs> he did the Mr. Plow, man. Homer yep. Simpson. <laughs> he got it. He a jack of all trades. You know, he got that plow. 
Oh man, I forgot, man. That's what that's what Bernie Sanders does. Uh, Brother Sanders does best, man. Not Bernie Sanders, but Brother Sanders does best, man. And, and got her, her little sister who live in the suburbs. <laughs> he all over the place in this winter storm. Man, this, <laughs> this storm ain't nothing, man. And he he be the first one. Man, this storm ain't nothing. This, yeah, it ain't this nothing storm. compared to sixty nine. Yeah, know? man. Back in nineteen sixty nine, man, we had thirty feet of snow. <laughs> <laughs> I made another house with it, man. I just lived there for, for the whole night. <laughs> you made an igloo. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, any shout outs, though, man? Any more shout outs? Yeah, man. Shout out shout out to the friends, man, who wait to the very last minute and beyond when we have the circuit assembly to ask for the login. Bro, I text my, so we had our circuit assembly week before last. So it was it was that Sunday. That it is an off wax conversation going live. <laughs> Man, bro. So 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 we announced it on Wednesday. That Thursday, I text my field service group. I said, hey, uh, uh, uh the Kobe uh emailed all the all the publishers the link to watch the circuit assembly this weekend. Check your inboxes if you have not received it. Please let me know and I will send you the link. People, a couple of people responded affirmatively. Yeah, I got the link. Thanks, brother. Friday night, I did the same thing again. Hey, just double checking. I didn't hear back from everybody. The Kobe sent out the link. If you have not received it yet to watch the assembly, please, please let me know now. Then I did it again. Saturday, text my group. Anybody ain't received the link yet, please let me know. Rodney, why, why, why Sunday? Now, now we, we had a congregation watchtowers. We, we did the watchtower study as a congregation, abbreviated one. Right, right. Then we then we let everybody know. Okay, you can log on to the assembly. You know, at your leisure, whatever, or, or just just do it now. And so it was probably like ten forty five. Bro, why am I getting text messages at eleven thirty? I never got the link. Can you please send me the link, brother? Now you you wait until now. After I tried to get at you four or five days ago repeatedly, you didn't respond. Now it's eleven thirty. Guess what I'm looking at? I'm looking at the assembly. Guess what I'm not looking at? My phone. Exactly. So I don't even know that you need the link because you waited so late to, to let me know you needed it. Yeah. Why y'all do that, man? And they do it every assembly, Roddy. Every, every assembly, man. And I'm just like, I don't want to be a jerk and be like. Get at me by this day and this time. Or, you know, hey, I can't promise when I'm going to get back to you. Because this one particular brother I know that definitely his friends, you know, if you don't contact me by such and such time, by 1159, then I will not send you the link. You know, I know a brother like that. <clears throat> but I don't want to come off that way, you know. But just, 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 just get if at you me. You know, but, you know. Yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and shout out to sisters who are supportive of the body and um, and the elders and the elder arrangement and, and will we'll speak up for us when we're not around to speak up for ourselves. Shout out to those sisters. We had an incident. Um, in fact, when when, <laughs> when we announced that we were going to do a um, for for the holidays we or secular holidays I should say 
uh, we'll, we'll typically meet as a congregation for field service on, on, on Saturday. And the Wednesday, the prior Wednesday, we'll make an announcement. Hey, everybody, we're going to meet as a congregation. Use this particular login. Um, and Saturday came along and, you know, we met and then, you know, broke up into our separate groups to, to dispense territory and addresses and stuff. Man, watch this get on there, Rodney, the same sister who always going in on her brothers. The brothers, uh, uh, she just went off from like this brand new elder. Yeah, y'all, 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 y'all supposed to uh, y'all call yourselves organized, and y'all didn't even uh, give out the y'all didn't even make an announcement that we was meeting as a as a uh, congregation. Y'all didn't give us the uh, the congregation login. Y'all call yourselves so organized, just going in on this brother, and and a, a, a nice pioneer sister who's good friends with my family and me and my wife, Sister Hampton. Shout out to her. She spoke up, well, actually, sis, the brothers did make an announcement Wednesday. If you had been on the meeting Wednesday, you would have heard the announcement and gotten the login. I wasn't talking to you, Gladys. Matter of fact, I ain't ever got to talk to you again. Don't talk to me no more, Gladys. <laughs> it's wow. not going on her. So, wow. so the on Zoom? The huh? On Zoom? Yeah, on Zoom. On Zoom. Oh, wow. So the brother who she was initially going off on, uh, put her in the breakout room so she could calm down. She got mad at that, logged off or whatever. And you know, it was what it was. She she always doing that though. You know, Amen. I'm starting to think it's something off about her. But shout out to the sister who spoke up and 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 tactfully let her know, like, hey, look, the brothers didn't fall down on this one. You just wasn't at the meeting. One thing I learned in Pioneer School last year, late last year, I, I brother mentioned it um the beat uh teacher mentioned it so eloquently man he said um jehovah can bless a bad decision but jehovah does not bless obedience i mean disobedience and i was like that is true i was like wow you know that that you know so decisions can be made you know by the body of elders that might not sit well or tickle certain friends fancy but at the end of the day you know you gotta be obedient <laughs> whether you like it or not you know so it is what it is man tell her to calm down you know <laughs> you call brother sanders or something you know yeah. i don't know brother sanders can't handle it uh, brother sanders can't handle her nah nah he ain't ready he ain't ready for <laughs> <laughs> she gonna have brother sanders cussing again we over here man i'm trying to you know, I'm trying to, you know, be a minister of service. service. <laughs> I'm trying to put on a new personality. New personality. Yeah, yeah, man. I got, got all types of new personality clothes in my closet. Sure, I'm going to go back to the thrift store and get all my bad personality clothes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, man, I got a shout out. Shout out to them. Hey, shout out to the friends that, that let us know, let the elders know that they got COVID, man. Like, we need to know those things, man. We're not going to oh, announce yeah. it to the con congregation, man. But, you know, we get these updates from the branch and they're giving us all these numbers for a reason, man. They're trying to keep track of all that. And, you know, you hear stories. Oh, yeah, I have. I had COVID the other, uh, a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, wow, we didn't know that. Like, <laughs> like I, why you ain't tell nobody? This is not. Hey. You know, this it's not, you know, I had a stomach ache or, uh, yeah, I had whooping cough. No, this is COVID, bro. Like, let us know so uh, uh, we can at least see if we can help in any kind of way. 
And if you don't need the help, that's fine too, but at least we know. Yeah, we have to send out a, a report every week. Every week. To the to the circuit overseer who then sends that report to the branch. And when we get those nice little nifty updates where they tell us so many friends have, have gotten infected or so many friends have died or this percentage of people caught it, but they were vaccinated so they were able to beat it. Exactly. That's where they get that info from. Exactly. Ah. <laughs> Exactly. That's why we, you know, just let us know, man. There's nothing to be embarrassed about anymore. Everybody's getting it. Is that is to the point where everybody's getting it? So it's like everybody but me. Yeah, everybody but Ian. You know, Ian. I'm out here like DMX. I'm selling blues, (laughs) running red lights. Oh man, I gotta tell you something funny, man. This sister told me out in field service. She said, you know, because you, you know, me, me, my my hip hop roots is still in me. You know what I mean? Even though I'm out here in Burbank. My hip hop's Bruce is still with this sister told me she's like he was talking about like what we expect in the new system and everything and what we see certain people doing in the new system. She's like, I know what I see Rodney doing in the new system. I was like, what sister? She was like, I see Rodney studying with all the rappers that got resurrected. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. I see you, I see you having a Bible study with DMX. I'm like, hey, I'd love to have a Bible study with DMX. That'd be amazing. That'd be dope, bro. That'd be dope. You gonna have to be. You gonna have to beat me though, like, cause I'm. I'm gonna be. Hey, I'm hey. Gonna be, I'm gonna be trying to study with Jay Dilla. Uh, <laughs> That's who I'm. Exactly. That's what I'm gonna be looking for. Skip DMX. I'm looking for Jay. I'm looking for uh, ODB. I'm looking for MF Doom. You know, looking, like y'all if, definitely Doom Guru. Yeah, <laughs> Guru definitely Guru. Guru would be a good study, bro. Like he. Shock, he would, Shock G. Shock G. Yes, definitely. We lost so many biz marking, like, come on. So, yeah, man, it was a good conversation. That was one of the best field service conversations. That's dope, man. That's a dope. Man, I wish my friends would, <laughs> would say that about me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I did. Oh, and one time, one time in field service, did we'll get into our stuff. Um, one time in field service, my sister, Caucasian sister asked me, she just bust out. No, you know, and, and current, you know, Burberry congregation is pretty mixed. You know, we we pretty mixed now. We ain't we ain't all Snow White anymore. We we mixed now. But we just sitting there, everybody quiet. You know, kind of had a little quiet moment. Everybody when they let us and stuff. The sister just bust out. Okay, sister. Can somebody explain to me who is Karen? <laughs> <laughs> said what? <laughs> I, I'm talking about my antenna's rose. I said, oh. Well, let me educate you on what Karen is. I, man, <laughs> man, we had a 20-minute conversation about Karen. Really? Did she yeah. understand the concept? Oh, yeah. That? She yeah, she understood it. She understood okay. it. Okay. And, 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 you know, I, I, I can only say so much. I, don't, I ain't want to, you know, you know, offend a sister or, or anything like that. But, yeah, man, we had a 20-minute 20 20 conversation about Karen, who Karen is. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a it's a it's a colloquialism that's kind of found its way into the lexicon now. And mm-hmm. you know, I mean, hey, they they the ones who know, they know, they know what it is. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what made her ask that question. Well, she I knew what made it. She said she saw on the news, you know, you know, uh she be hearing she hear a lot about Karen, always can she be watching the news, she's like, Who is Karen? you know, so she asked me, you know, so I was like, okay, all right, I'll explain it to you. Hope I helped you out. 
don't, <laughs> don't be one of them. Right. <laughs> don't call the cops on me. You know. <laughs> please, please. But uh, man, let's get right into the show, man. Uh, NBA, lots been going on. A Ooh. lot has been going on, man. I mean, everywhere you turn, a new transaction happens, a new rumor comes out. But I, I want to start off real quick with the, with the light stuff. All star selection has been made. Uh, I just wanted to ask you, Ian, who do you think uh, got snubbed or who you felt got snubbed from the All Star game as far as the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference? Oh man, you know what? I I I actually don't have a problem with the um with definitely not the Eastern Conference team. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, actually, I don't. I didn't see a lot of snubs for the Eastern Conference team. Um. I, I, my biggest problem was with the Western Conference starters. Yeah. The Western Conference starters was whack. Whack. You no, know, I'm not saying, I'm not saying Andrew Wiggins don't, well, I'm sorry. You, I, 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 I didn't let you sound off on the Eastern Conference yet. Because, <laughs> uh, for me, the Eastern Conference, I, I'm, I'm okay with the Eastern Conference, the only person I would throw in there, only because I feel like the Eastern Conference is missing a big coming off the bench is Jared Allen, man. He's having a monster season, man. And nobody's indeed. talking about it. Indeed, indeed. Cleveland is serious this year, bro. Ooh. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting Mobley. to get worried about Cleveland, man. Yeah, yeah. Evan Mobley, Darius Garland, like Kevin Love is actually playing good and being a leader. Man, I mean, woo. imagine that. <laughs> LeBron about to come back to Cleveland just watch. <laughs> Can't you see him doing that? Can't I can see him doing that. that. Oh, 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 I'm a, I'm a, um, I want to retire a, a Cavalier. Yep, I see him doing that. I see him doing that. But uh, <laughs> and that'll be the most sucker move in the world. That would be terrible. That would be terrible. But yeah, uh, I'm happy that Darius Garland uh, make the All Star uh, squad. Man, he's been balling. Um, and Fred Van Vliet too. Man, I'm fine. I'm I'm happy that he getting his flowers too. Man, that dude, he's got a great story. Uh, <laughs> I don't have time to talk about it, but I'm, I'm happy for him too. But I agree with you on that Western starters. Andrew Wiggins. I'm happy that he made the All Star team, man. But to be a starter. Yeah, bro. Over 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 Booker, over Donovan Mitchell? Right. How? Over Rudy Gobert? Like, like. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. Over Luka Doncic. Yeah, over Luka. Luka coming off the bench. Like, 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 that's just, I mean, what happened? (laughs) I don't know, man. I, I guess, I guess Andrew was, I guess maybe because he took the shot. That's what I'm thinking. And he just got rewarded for it. Cause he was uh, an anti-vaxxer too. But so did so did and so did a lot of people took the shot. You know, like, <laughs> why are we why are we why are we rewarding the people who who waited the longest amount of time that they could wait and then under duress took the shot? Why are we rewarding that? Like right. that ain't by cool. The, by the way, Stephen A. Smith, Jehovah's Witnesses are not anti-vaxxers, dog. Keep it moving. Yeah, I saw that. I saw who. I don't know who put that out there. He did. Brother. He did. He said it on his show. 
I, I know, but I'm just wondering where he got his info from. Yeah, probably, I, don't, I don't know. Probably, probably from an apostate or something. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Andrew Andrew Wiggins, man. I, I'm happy for him, like I said, but he should have been on the bench. Yeah, that that was that that was an egregious pick right there, man. Like, here's a name I want to throw out there, and I want to get your opinion on it because the West it was hard for me. I mean, I think they nailed the West pretty good. Well, actually, no. Take wait, wait, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Let you go. Andrew Wiggins. Let me not stop at Andrew Wiggins. Low key, I don't think LeBron should be a starter. He missed a lot of time this year. He missed a lot of time, and it is just I don't know, bro. But LeBron gonna get in because of his name. Right, I get that. I'm not saying he should not get in. I'm just saying he shouldn't be a starter. I agree with that. I agree with that. He shouldn't be a starter. I would start. I would start. Uh, like I said, Luca, Devin Booker, Rudy Gobert, <laughs> one of them over LeBron. I, I hate the whole like, oh, we need uh, we need two guards, two forwards, and a and a center. Uh, format for the for the all star. It's like on two eggs, two pancakes, uh, a couple of bacon's. <laughs> right, get, let's get away from that. It's such an antiquated system. If the if the best five people in that conference all happen to be guards or forwards, right. just roll with that. I mean, that's very rarely going to be the case. But like, yo, it's like, yeah, we need to start. How many how many all star snubs did Damian Lillard get? Because they gave his spot to Chris Paul. And 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 uh, Steph Curry, right? You know, it's just before a, he really start getting the respect. You know, right? It's just a ridiculous, antiquated format. It's like the league in general is getting away from position. Is 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 gravitating towards positionless basketball. So I think the All Star Game needs to do the same. And I hate the fact that fan votes get so much power when it comes to the starters. Like fan voting should just be a small <sighs> percentage of that, man. Cause you got Clay Thompson getting votes. Right. And he ain't played all year. He ain't played all year. I'm split on the fan voting. Like in a way I feel it's a good thing because if you're dealing with like basketball nerds like ourselves, then yeah, you're gonna get some informed votes, but you got people who just They'll they'll just vote for a player just out of kicks, you know, like, oh, he Canadian. So we're going to get everyone in Can in Canada to vote for the one Canadian player in the league or well, that's you know how I mean, got so many all star appearances. Right. That's how I low key. That's how uh, um, Andrew Wiggins got in. I think. What's his uh, connection? He's Canadian. You know, so I, I feel kind of split on it, but as of recently, it does seem kind of whack. Like the inmates are running the asylum, you know. Yeah. And and on top of that, LeBron's the captain, bro. Like, man, why, I feel like Steph Curry should have got the most votes. Oh, absolutely. Got should have been the captain over LeBron James. Like, bro, bro, I would have been. I I think I think Chris Paul or D Book should have been a captain over LeBron. That too. Yeah. They're in first place. Why not? And here's a question, too. Since K, well, I guess KD's still going to be choosing the team, even though he's not playing. Because what's his name was a late scratch, scratchy, and LaMelo uh, is going to be taking his place. I don't think he's going to be starting, though. No, no, no. He was definitely a reserve. They, they replaced KD with Jimmy Butler. Okay, so Jimmy's gonna be starting. So, who are they gonna have pick the team? 
The team's already picked. No, I'm saying, you know, on the show, they, you know, the team is already picked, but they got to split all these guys up. Usually they go on TNT and like kind of select because it's oh, no longer Eastern doing versus again? Western no more. I don't know. I, I wonder if I actually like that they did it that way. It made it fun. And then we got some good comedy out of it with Giannis and, uh, taking shots at Harden. So, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I would love to see that again. But, I mean, the teams that are formulated now look pretty even. I, I don't, you know, I kind of like the teams the way they are. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do too. Like, I, I forgot they did that. Um, shoot. Um yeah, yeah, I forgot all about that. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I think they're gonna do it that way. We'll see. Stay tuned. But I would love to see that again. I, and again, I don't know if KD is gonna be picking the team. I don't think that. I don't think he should since he's not playing. I think he's just let Giannis pick or Joel and B pick. You know, <clears> since Joel and B is ripping it up. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But uh getting to these next this next topic man nba trade deadline is heating up and i, I just want to ramble off uh, all these trades that's happened so far so we got on i'm gonna go back i'm gonna go back to february 4th the first shockwave through the nba that was sent was the clippers acquiring robert covington norman powell for an exchange for eric bledsoe Justice Winslow and Keon Johnson and a future second round pick to the Blazers. So what's your thoughts on that that trade, man? My thoughts on man. Uh what are the Blazers doing, man? They're 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 they seem to be rebuilding slash retooling. Um but for the for what they got, like I mean, Eric Bledsoe plays the same position as Dame, so is he going to be, like, coming off the bench? Like, what's... You know, I just... I don't know, man. None of the trades that went down really impressed me. Or or I don't feel like they're going to make an immediate, uh, you know... Um, you, you know, they're not going to have any immediate results. I'm just more con- I'm just more confused about what Portland's trying to do because, y'all, I feel like Portland is making these moves based off hope. Like, what what are you guys doing? Like, are y'all trying to keep, like, okay, y'all freeing up cap space, but then y'all, because I've heard that they that they said they're not rebuilding. They're just trying to free up cap space so they can make moves in free agency. But based off these moves that you guys are making, I, I don't see it. Like, like they're 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 going after a second. They got a second round pick in return. Then they got a twenty twenty. Go ahead. No, I was just saying big whoop. Second round pick. Right, yeah. right, right. And then going back to the previous trade, trading CJ McCollum to the Pelicans, they get Josh Hart, Thomas Satter, whatever, uh, who used to play for the Bulls, um, Alexander Walker, and some dude, uh, he's a horse. And then you got, <laughs> you got a 2022 protected first round pick and two second round picks. Bro, they're rebuilding, man. Like, don't put it out there like you guys are, oh, we're trying to clear up space for free agency. No, you guys are rebuilding. Stop trying to, to, to like, entice 
Lillard to stay there by saying, oh, we're just freeing up space. We're going to get some better free agents here and Portland's going to be back on the map again. No, just let just let Lillard go, man. Like, just do a full rebuild and just start over. Let, re- like, let, we know. let, let Lillard ride, ride, man. Yeah, we let, we already know what your ceiling is. It's like we have a large enough sample size to know y'all ceiling is a Western Conference Finals appearance. Simple as that. Like, just... Y'all, y'all are clearly rebuilding here, like, like, and trying to get younger. So there's no shame in that. And then, dude, when are the Sacramento Kings gonna sell the team, man? Uh, I, I knew you were going. I knew you were gonna bring this up. What do you, What do you think about the 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 Indiana Pacers that, deal? Indiana is the biggest winner out that. Dude, what it What is Sacramento doing? I thought they were gonna try to get rid of Fox. Well, I do think Fox and Sabonis are going to make a great pick and roll duo. Um, but you gave up Halliburton and um, Buddy Hill. Tristan, Buddy Hill. I don't care about Tristan. I, I didn't even know he was still in the league. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it could. It, I, I see. A, I see a situation where that works, not right away. You know, but again, I'm like, man, you know, what does this do yeah, for Indiana? Like, okay, y'all got another like cut and slash wing added to the fold. Um, you know, I mean, what need what Indiana needs to do is put the ball in the hands of the GOAT, Lance Stevenson, tell everybody else, get out the way, and just let him dominate. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Hey man, you got a per and he's got a perfect sidekick in Tyrese Halliburton. Just put them in the backcourt. So. Just put them in the backcourt together. Let I hope so, work. man. I, I hope so. Man. That was also, that was also the biggest snub to me. Lance Stevenson not making the All Star game. I mean, look, look at the games he had. Remember that fourth quarter he had thirty points. He ate their lunch, man. But see, the league don't want to talk about that. No, they don't, they don't want to about talk that. about. They don't want to talk about Lance Stevenson having the highest scoring quarter of any player. Yeah. They don't yep. want to talk about that because it disrupts the narrative. Yep. All right, man, you know the NBA hates hates goats, man. Yeah, they do, man. They hate. They goats. do. They hate Lance Stevenson. They hate Michael Jordan. They want all they want is LeBron James to be the king of everything. So that's what it is. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. But yeah, I'm, I'm with you on these 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 trades so far, man. Like, I don't know what the Blazers are doing. I mean, the Pelicans. I mean, they trying to fight for a play in. I mean, man, bro, that that was another one where I was like, what? <laughs> it's it's let's just let's just be honest. And I remember hearing who was it? It was either Bill Simmons or um, Zach Lowe talking about how you know the, the trade the trade market is just not there's not a lot of buyers or sellers right now like no. it was like the, the teams just need to kind of like stay pat with what they got you know and wait till the summer for free agency to kind of open up a little bit but you know teams te- the, all, all the discussion around what what trades should be made it, you know it, it's 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 usually we're gonna trade what we already have for somebody else who's gonna give us what we already have. <laughs> like, right. 
the best trade so far is the Karis LeVert trade. That's the I agree. Trade. I agree with you on that. I agree both, with you. both teams gonna benefit from that trade. Right? Yeah, I agree with you on that. And, and oh man, adding him to the Cavs. I'm, I'm kind of I'm low key, kind of scared of the Cavs, man. I am, man. <laughs> I told you, I'm, I'm scared of them dudes, man. Mosley, oh man. I mean, Mobley, that dude is nice. You got, and then have they been even been playing Rondo? Um, here and there, here and there. He's more of a leader, of, you know what I mean? Like a yeah. like a locker room presence, right? But man, dude, like <clears throat> I, I really like that trade a lot. I think Indiana's doing, you know, a good job of rebuilding uh, and building a better team around um, Lance Stevenson. So uh, let's let's see what happens, man. Let's see what happens. And yes, sir. Do you see the Bulls making any moves? I don't. I, I know there was some talk about some deals that they should make to get uh, Dennis Schroeder, but I don't want Dennis Schroeder on my team. Stay, stay the heck away from my team, Dennis Schroeder. Like, Dennis Schroeder is one of those dudes who doesn't know his place. Like, and I hate to put it that way, but, like, I, I totally see a scenario where it's the fourth quarter, the Bulls are down by one, it's, it's less than 60 seconds on the clock, Levine's wide open, DeRozan's wide open, but Schroeder going to try to take the shot. <laughs> Yep. That, like, like, and why mess up with the chemistry now? Because every deal I heard uh, included uh, uh, Javante Green. Oh, no, like, no, 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 no. I wouldn't give up Javante Green. And I'm like, no, don't give up Green. Like, that dude can ball. Yeah. And he's Man. young, so he's only going to get better. Yeah. I wouldn't even give up Troy Brown Jr. for him. No, and that's no. saying a lot for me because I'm not a big Troy Brown Jr. fan. But hey, he, I'd rather have him than have Schroeder. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Schroeder is trash to me. I, I, I think he's overrated. He had good years in Atlanta, but man, this dude is—he is what he is, man. He's not gonna make your team better. He's not gonna make the team worse. He's just—he's just there. He's like a—he's like a. a, a NBA version of Jimmy Garoppolo. Just, you know, just playing. He ain't going to do nothing to really win you games, but he ain't going to do nothing to lose you games. But he might lose you some games when he makes bad decisions and, and, <laughs> and not give it to DeRozan or Zach Levine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want him on. I don't want him on the Bulls, man. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. They could keep him. They can keep him. I don't, don't, don't want to do it. Yeah, I honestly think the Bulls should not make a move before the trade deadline. I think they should wait until some people get waived or, or you know, and then maybe, you know, sign them for the cheap, you know, if you need to fill in. I still think, why? here's my thing, why are they trying to go out of the point guard? They need a forward. So it's like, wait until somebody come, you know, gets free during, via, you know, waivers, claim them off waivers, and then just have, fill in that role, you know, like, I don't think they need to go after another point guard. I know Io just got COVID, but don't let that scare you into going after Schroeder. You know, because I would hate for that to happen. Yeah, agreed. So I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm with you on that one. I don't think the Bulls should make a trade before the trade because it's going to mess up the chemistry of the team. That's what I think. So, but um, I I, I got another subject that. Um, while I was out with COVID, uh, Ian dropped on me. 
And I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta throw this in the, on the show. I, I, I might make this a regular thing, man. But would you be oh, shocked? Sure. Would you be shocked if? That's what I'm gonna call this segment. Would you be shocked if? So, so again, it's gonna be a line, of, a line of questions. The first question is: Would you be shocked if? And I think I already know the answer to this question because a lot has transpired since Ian sent me this. The Jazz winning the title. The Utah Jazz. You know what? Two weeks ago, I, I would have said no. But now I'm saying yes because they've been hampered by the injury bug. Um, you know, Joe Ingles went down. Um, oh man, Jordan Clarkson, man. He looked like he, he can't guard a cone, you know. <laughs> um Because I'm, I'm thinking, I was thinking about, it, I was like, you know what? What if the Suns, let's just say, worst case scenario, Booker goes down or Chris Paul goes down or Draymond never gets healthy or Clay continues to struggle? I'm like, eh, it could be, it could break for the Jazz this year. But then Joe Ingles went down. Now there's reports surfacing again about Mitchell and Gobert not having a good relationship. Yeah, I heard about that. You know, so I, I, I actually would be shocked if the Jazz. I, 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 I would, I would be surprised, but I, I, I wouldn't be shocked. But I, it, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. I agree with you 100. Uh, too much is happening, and they, they've had some bad losses this year, man. Like to some teams they are supposed to be, you know. So, and at, and they be at home. It don't be like on the road they lose to a team they should lose to. They losing at home. So yeah, and Utah's supposed to be the quote unquote toughest place to play. Man, not this year. Uh the Lakers getting past the first round. Would you be shocked? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would definitely be shocked there. I would uh, dude, they did you see last night's game, man, against the Bucks? I saw the highlights and every highlight I saw, they were like down by 20. <laughs> dude, the Lakers are not ready, man. The Lakers are not ready. But I'm I'm I got another question that I'm. And it's answer. February, bro. Like, 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 y'all, y'all ain't gonna be ready. It's February. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm about to vent with one of these other questions though. But this next one is Kyrie's away games ain't enough. I would not be shocked if Kyrie's Kyrie's away games were not enough. I said that. I said this two weeks ago, and I'm saying it now. We have a large enough sample size where we kind of know you just can't slip a player in on away games only and expect him to save you. Like now, that, and then KD's gone down too, and Harden looks less and less invested. You got trade rumors swirling around with him, put out there by quote unquote media plants, as Kyrie puts it. Media plants? Oh, you mean the media? Like, like, what's what's up? What's up with the cold talk, bro? Man, and and then on top of that, he's he's available for away games. They go on a road trip, and they only win one road game during this road trip. And I, dude, I expected them to win like more than what they won, honestly, because they were kind of man. I'm gonna pull it up because they were losing the teams that they honestly should have beat. Yeah, they they went. Hold on, I'm looking it up myself too. So they just lost to the Celtics, who they should have beat. I expected them to lose to the Jazz and Nuggets. I expected them to beat the Kings. 
I expected yeah. them to lose to the Suns and the Warriors. Um, bro, I expected them to beat the Lakers. I expected them to beat the Timberwolves. I know. And Harden played. I expected them to beat the Cavs. I expected them to beat, yeah, I expected them to beat the Timberwolves. And now... And then they lost to the Kings. They got destroyed by the Kings. And now they got to play the Wizards next. They should beat the Wizards. They, they should beat the Wizards. They're they not the going to beat the Heat. The Kings low-key might catch them. They should beat the Knicks. They should beat the Wizards. Oh, man. But then after that, they got the Celtics, Bucks, Raptors twice. The Heat again. They got the, Celt- the, <laughs> they got the Celtics oh. at home, and the Celtics just destroyed them yesterday. The, the opening score was 28-2. to two. I mean, they got got some stretches where they can get some wins because they got one stretch in March where they play. They play the Hornets, the Knicks, the Magic, the Blazers, the Hornets again. I got a question in. I got a question. Should I switch the question in? Should I say this instead? Uh, Would you be shocked if the Nets get past the first round? Hmm, That's a good question. I guess it depends on their seeding. Like if they if they end up at the AC, which they currently are, then I would be shocked if they got past the first round. Especially if they have to play somebody like, you know, the Bulls or the Heat. Down with the super teams. Down with the super teams, man. Super teams. Get in my belly. <laughs> this is what y'all get, man, for trying to stack the deck. This is what y'all get. Would you be shocked if Frank Vogel got fired? I would be shocked. I would be shocked. I hate this. I hate this question. You know why? Because the Lakers, these Lakers fans, the Lakers front office should be ashamed of themselves. They are the ones that listen to the GM, got rid of all that young talent. You see Cal Kuzma over in, in Washington doing his thing. All the young talent that they got rid of are all doing their thing. LeBron clean house. He want to bring all his homies to the house. And all they do is get hamstring pulls, knee injuries, can't win games. I mean, Russell Westbrook is basically living up to the Russell Westbrook, you know, nickname that he's inherited this year. <laughs> it was it was one game. It's so man. funny to see, man. It's so funny to watch them implode, bro. Dude. Like, y'all let Clutch Sports call all the shots. And, dude, they, trust, there's going to be a clap back on Clutch. You, you kind of already see it taking effect with, with this Ben Simmons situation. Like, where the league is just like, you know what? Screw you, Clutch. Like, we're not going to do this deal. Like, yeah. like we're not we're not going to bring these players that uh, in that you, you want me to bring in. Like, we're not going to give him over to a team that he wants to go to. Like, like no. Like, we're not we're just not we're not doing that for you like i think that's what's going on i I just hate this i I hate the lakers i hate everything they stand for i hate that the fact that they want to get go in on on frank vogel that helped them get their little they little planet fitness ring that they got two (laughs) years ago and now all of a sudden everything is his fault like, come on! I mean, man. I mean, it's it's pretty obvious what they need to do, which is trade Westbrook. But trade him for who? Nobody don't want Westbrook. And then yeah, nobody. And then, they talking about 
trading him for Ben Simmons. It's like, man, oh, man. if Daryl Morey do that deal, he is the dumbest GM alive. He is. And here's the thing, man. Now this fool, you heard Westbrook got, got the nerve to complain about him being benched. Oh, he's complaining now? Yeah. Yeah, he's complaining about Frank Vogel's rotations now. Because every time they bench him, they win. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You need to be benched. Do this. Oh, my God, man. Hey, man. Hey, hey. Remember LeBron? Remember, I recall LeBron James saying at the beginning of the of the of the season y'all calling us old keep uh, that same energy come april <laughs> no 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 lebron you keep that same energy exactly all lebron this, words this is the team this is the team you wanted this is the roster you signed off on you keep that energy lebron ain't trying to win no championship this year this is what lebron wants he wants that scoring title that's all he wants. He wants to break Kareem's record. That's all he focused on. That's why he out here averaging 30 a game and all that other stuff because he's trying to catch a catch a Kareem. That's all. I don't disagree with you, but like he 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 definitely won another chip too. Yeah, I mean it's a possibility, but he ain't gonna win it in LA. He better go to Cleveland. <laughs> he better go back to Cleveland. He's gonna win another championship. <laughs> You ain't never lie, bro. Cause, cause Cleveland got it all set. Cleveland is rolling, man. Yeah, all they need is one more piece. So, we'll see. And, and ain't LeBron in his final year with with LA? Well, he only signs one year contracts. Okay, okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Especially, if, hey, if Cincinnati wins another, uh, since wins the Super Bowl this year, you know that might be more attraction for LeBron James. You know how LeBron likes to, you know, ride the waves of, of other people's success. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Would but you be Cincinnati shocked? ain't Cleveland? You know? No, it ain't. No, it ain't. Uh, who is? Uh, w- would you be shocked if the Bulls make it to the Eastern Conference Finals? I would not be. I, I, in fact, that's exactly where I got them landing. Yeah, I think they can make it to the Eastern Conference Finals too, um, especially if they they all come in and, and start the playoffs healthy. Because and it's looking like they are going to be the most healthiest team going into the playoffs. Everybody will be back. You know, you're going to have Lonzo back. You're going to have Caruso back. Derrick Jones Jr. Honestly, I think Derrick Jones Jr. is the. I think the Bulls miss him more than anything because. He was balling earlier this year, man. He was guarding the other teams, you know, best players. And he was out also getting buckets. So we definitely need Derrick Jones Jr. back. We get him back, man. We all set. We all set. We ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, Caruso. Yeah, gotta have Caruso in there. And Io is getting better, like right before our eyes. So yeah, man. The Bulls gonna be tough. Uh the Bucks repeating. Would you be shocked if the Bucks repeat this year? <laughs> this is a tough one. This was a tough one. I, I would be, I would be a tad shocked. Not because I don't believe in the Bucks. I, I clearly do, and and I was saying this last year when everybody was doubting them. Um, because after they got past Brooklyn, I'm like, oh, that's it. That is it. Mm-hmm. Um. But I don't see them losing to the Suns two years in a row. Man, Phoenix. And Phoenix I got take that better. Back. I take that back. Let me take that back. Phoenix Let got me better, bro. It. Let me think about this, but so did the Bucks. 
they did, but I don't know, man. I think it's gonna be tougher for them to beat the Suns this year if they do a rematch. I do too, but <sighs> see the thing with the Suns is they still don't have an answer for Giannis. They don't, but JaVale McGee shooting threes now. <laughs> <laughs> Tragic Bronson. Tragic Bronson. Why don't get a young cowboy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, Javel McGee out there shooting threes. Paul set him up for alley oops. <laughs> remember when? Remember when Javel McGee was like, "No, I don't watch. I don't watch Shaq and the Coon." <laughs> <laughs> he said it right in front of Shaq. <laughs> and, and Ernie Johnson was like, "Oh, that took an unexpected turn." <laughs> oh man! Uh, Ernie couldn't even say nothing. Like, <laughs> Oh man, they need, they need, man, Shaq needs to put him back on, on Shaq and the Fool, man. It ain't been the same since, man. <laughs> it ain't been, so I, they gotta do all these graphics and stuff with Shaq and the Fool now. It's like, eh, y'all trying to force this down our throats now, man. We need JaVale back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, man, Kendrick Perkins retiring. We don't have no Kendrick Perkins highlights we can make fun of no more. Like, <laughs> All the all hey, the about, Hall of Famers. Talk about are a dude who reinvented himself, man. Hey, man, Kendrick is growing on me, man. I didn't like him at first. Yeah, talk about a dude who's really reinvented himself, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pure comedy. It's still pure comedy to me when I hear him talk. But hey, man, he he, he doing his thing. I gotta give it to him. Absolutely. I gotta give it to him. Uh, I mean, I'd rather listen to him than Richard Jefferson. Oh man, he is terrible. I, I can't stand Richard Jefferson, man. Yeah, he he's almost as bad as um, what's the dude's name? Ryan Hollins. Oh, Ryan. Ho oh man, it, it's YouTube videos, uh, compilations of his stuff. Like like he's so bad. They 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 haven't even brought him back. Like I haven't even seen him. No, in they. It, that was a disaster. That was a disaster. They 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 should have never hired him to be on any type of platform he just need his own podcast where he can just talk crazy and have his own little group of fans because <laughs> he, he ain't gonna make it on, on on national tv no more his takes are terrible yeah yeah he, he it's like bro what are you watching he, he just be shooting for the stars on some of his topics and it's like dude you're not it's not getting anywhere dude <laughs> So yeah, man, I, I can't deal with that, man. But I got, I got, I got one more for you. Uh, would you be shocked if we saw another unexpected NBA Finals matchup? I would not be shocked. I would not be shocked. I mean, by unexpected, I mean, shoot, this whole season has been unexpected. Um, I mean, look at the top two seeds in the East and West. Well, the East is is was unexpected. The West, we kind of saw this coming. Um, with Golden State and Phoenix being at the top. Um, and then at the top of the, of the East right now is the Bulls and the Heat, which, you know, nobody saw that coming. You know what I mean? Let's be honest. Everybody said the Bucks and the Nets, including us. So, yeah. you know, it, 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 it could very well be unexpected. Like, like, and don't forget about the Grizzlies. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, Grizzlies could be... The, it could the be bangers. one of the final four teams. Yeah. 
Last year, think nowhere. about it. Last year, it was the Hawks, the Suns, the Bucks, and the Clippers were the final four teams. Yep. Yep. So this year, man, what if it's the the, the I don't know. It could be the man. Well, what if it was like the Cavs in the conference finals? You you say what? It could be the Bulls, Cavs in the conference finals. Man, bro, it's a possibility. Or or yeah, and then in the Western side, yeah, it could be the uh, Memphis or I don't know. I don't see nobody beating Golden State or uh, it's going to be between Golden State and Phoenix to to play Memphis. In the, in the East, East, all roads are going to go to Milwaukee, like in the East. Yeah. I think Milwaukee, at the end of the day, Milwaukee is going to be one of the final two teams standing in the East and the yeah. West. So I just don't know. Like, I mean, smart money is on Golden State and Phoenix being one of the two, but some unexpected can happen. You, we, might see, we might see Memphis. We might see the Grizzlies. We might, we might see Dallas. I see Dallas, yeah. And, and, and also, this is a side point, too. And I've been noticing this. I'm starting to see a pattern with this matchup. I think Memphis got Golden State's number a little bit. Mm. If you watch their last few matchups, Memphis has outplayed Golden State. You know, they knocked them out last year in the play-in. Then this year, it seems like Golden State struggles with them, even with the new weapons they got. So... And it's a possibility they could meet in the second round if if Golden State finishes second and Memphis finishes third. So that's true. I watched this thing on YouTube. They were comparing the Memphis Grizzlies. Is this cat that I watch? His name is uh, Dom Two K. Um, I really like his takes on on, on the NBA. Dom Two K. Yeah, Dom Two K. He okay. actually did. Check out check out Rusty Buckets on YouTube. That dude does incredible videos. Okay, I'm gonna check him out. But and I and on Dom 2K, he actually a few years back he put out a video on why Michael Jordan still the goat. I think that's the best explanation that I've heard as far as backing up Michael Jordan as the goat, and that I've seen on on YouTube. Uh, but getting back to his point, he compared the Memphis Grizzlies to the earlier stages of the OKC Thunder before they made it to the finals, like. He said that team, he said the Grizzlies remind him of that team as far as how the, the how quick of the impact they've made, how they grew that team from the ground up. They didn't really go into free agency or anything like that and challenge some of the bigger, um, the, the heaviest competition and, and basically drove them to the brink at such a early phase of their, you know, run. So I I, I, I kind of agree with that, man. You know, this was this team reminds the, the Grizzlies are, are must see TV in my opinion. Dom Two K. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check him out. Yeah. And what was the name of? He said it was uh, Rusty Buckets. Rusty Buckets. Yeah, he's he's got really good takes. <laughs> Rusty. Oh, we got an older name, Rusty. <laughs> <laughs> you met him before, but I have. I have. <laughs> Shout out to Rusty, man. Shout um, out to him. Real quick, before we go to our next um, topic, I threw this in late, man. I don't know if you caught this last night. They they put up this this top, this greatest coaches in NBA history list. I did. I did catch that. Like, like I, I glanced at it. You know, I, I didn't see a... 
it, it was it was the, the the list I saw. It was it didn't have them listed one through fifteen, but no, it didn't. Uh, from what I from what I saw, it seemed to check out. I got a problem with this list. <laughs> I got a problem with this list. How you gonna put? And no offense to Steve Kerr, I know Steve Kerr's you know is great coach and all that stuff. But can we all say it's fair to say that Steve Kerr was successful because of what Mark Jackson did with the team prior to him taking over. And then after KD left, you know, you had those two terrible seasons sprinkled in. I don't know if I put Steve Kerr there yet. Mm, I I mean, here's the thing with coaches. Like, coaches ain't getting out there on the floor putting up numbers and points and all of that. So the only thing you really have to judge them by is win percentages. So some coaches just, you know, they 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 win the lottery roster wise and they get a, 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 a Splash Brothers that they can work with or they get a Kobe and a Shaq they can work with. And, you know, it's yeah, it is what I mean, like, I get what you're saying, but there's really no other metric to go by other than win percentage. You know, um, you know, I wish there was something else that they could include. So you could kind of include people like Tom Thibodeau. You know what I mean? Like Rudy T Rudy Tom Tom Jonovich, where is he at? Where's George Carl? Where's Rick Carlisle? Where's yeah. Rick Adelman? <laughs> I mean I saw Rick Adelman on there. Uh no, he's not on this list. They got Don Nelson on there. I would take Rick Adelman over Don Nelson. Yeah, they had Lenny Wilkins on there. I would take I would take Rick Adelman over Lenny Wilkins. Really? Okay. And I love Lenny Wilkins, but I thought I, I feel like Rick Adelman did more with less. So did George Carl. So did George Tom Carl didn't, and so did Tom Thibodeau. Rick Carlisle won a championship, had one of the greatest championship runs of all time with Dallas. They didn't have um they didn't have Doc Rivers on there, did they? Doc Rivers is on here. Oh Mr. my god. Mr. Mr. Choke Artist. Okay, yeah, yeah, we got to redo this list. Yeah, it's, that's it's a, trash. That, that's that's a vibes, not vibes and stuff. That's an MVP assignment, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. I'm gonna have to redo this list, man. This list is trash, in my opinion. But I, hey, I digress. Um, just wanted to touch on that. Uh, wanted uh, before we get into our next uh, topic. Um, hey, let's do a commercial break, man. We, we reached All right. Out. Let's do it. Traveling can be tough, especially if you find it hard to sleep in a strange room. You've tried white noise machines, but they just don't work. That's why Sharper Image created the iSleep Pro. The iSleep Pro not only has a setting for white noise, but also one for black noise. Now you can hear the soothing sounds you're used to. Sounds like muffled Tyler Perry sitcoms. What if it comes in? What if it comes in? I wish that fool would come in here. An old lady complaining about foot problems through the wall. Oh, Lord, Jesus. Can't even walk on it no more. Bass. <laughs> Domestic arguments. I told you, I don't know Ronnie. You lie. And the movie Friday. You think he's playing with you? Man, that fool ain't gonna do nothing. So you can get the rest you need and be ready to take on the world. I Sleep Pro. Get the sleep you need. 
All right, we back. All right, all right. So um gonna get a little just a little NFL talk, man. Uh number <laughs> one, are you surprised at this matchup with the with it being the Bengals and the Rams, man? Man, I'm I'm not anything, bro, because I, I ain't been following football this year. <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna watch the Super Bowl? Nah, man. I'm gonna take a page out of your book, bro, and um, I'm gonna go to the movies, man. Hey, I, hey, yeah, I did do that a couple of years ago. Okay, yeah, that's what's yeah. I'm saying, man. Let me, let me, let me see what Ronnie talking about with this empty movie there, and it makes hey, sense, bro. Yo. It makes sense. Everybody's at home watching the game. No one's at the show, bro. It was the best night ever. Best night. I was like, man, I wasn't even worried about the score. I wasn't even worried about what's going on. And you did. I you was couldn't just have, having fun. You couldn't have picked a better year to do it, Rodney. Oh, it was the worst Super Bowl ever. <laughs> Ram, Rams, uh, Patriots, right? Yeah, yep, I think that that's was it. Yeah, yeah. Only re- I got, I got some. I got, it was I got thirteen to three, bro. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. They didn't score until like the fourth quarter or something like that. Something like that. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For me, I'm you know I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm a big foot I'm a football guy. Everybody knows you know I'm a huge football head. I'm, you know I've, I was raised off football, so when it comes to this matchup, like I'm just excited that there's no Tom Brady in this. There's no Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, I can just sit back and watch uh, two teams that I don't even care about, and just be and don't have no emotional ties and enjoy and just enjoy time with my wife. Make some hors d'oeuvres, cook some wings, and just and just sit back and chill. And I actually got a, co- a good friend of mine. Uh, he's from Cincinnati, um, so he's oh, okay. super hype, bro. Super hype, man. He been having a heart attack every week, man. So <laughs> I, I got per because <laughs> the Bengals have never won a Super Bowl, right? No, they they've been a couple, but they never won. The Rams won with Kurt Warner back in '99, right? Yeah, so. Um, but hey, uh, I'm, I'm I'm picking the Rams to win this one, but my heart's gonna be with Cincinnati only because I, I had chose I originally picked the Rams to come to win it all, so I gotta stick with it. But emotionally, I would want Cincinnati to win this this one, and I wouldn't care if the Rams lost. So you know, it's not a big deal for me. But may hey, it, let me know what you do what you did in the next episode. Let me know how you enjoyed you know not watching the Super Bowl. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Like, like, yeah, man. I, I just, you know, I feel ambivalent about supporting such a, a, a problematic entity, man. And it's like, I, I'm, I'm in another text group with some cats and they was like coming down to me hard. Like, what do you think you're going to change by not watching the Super Bowl? It's like nothing, bro. I just don't want to watch it. Like, I just, yeah. I'm not trying to change the world here. I'm just, just. Yeah. For me, I don't really, I don't really care care too much for the political side of the NFL because I know I always knew it was like a lot of shading is going on beyond just racism. Just just the whole the, the the fact that they don't even care for the players that that had put out blood, sweat, and tears for them for so many years and, and just denied them health insurance and the whole concussion thing. It's a lot of things, corrupt things that's going on in the NFL that I don't agree with at all. But I just like the sport itself, so that's why I still watch it. Um, but I, I want to get into this. <laughs> I don't know if you've been following this Brian Flores uh, uh, story um, of him suing the NFL. Yeah, what's the details on that? So 
basically Ryan Flores is suing the NFL. Basically, he he received a text message from Bill Belichick saying congratulations on getting the job with the Giants. But he was scheduled to interview later on, like I think a couple of days later with the Giants. Oh, it turned out that Bill Belichick texts the wrong Brian in his phone because Brian Flores and Brian DeBole, who was the offensive coordinator for the Bills, they both used to work under Belichick. So they both name is Bill, you know, Oh, (laughs) Brian, they both name is Brian. I mean, so he texts the wrong Brian. He meant to text Brian DeBole because they gave the Giants, the Giants, the Giants hired Brian DeBole. So he was like, oh, what? And I, I, I mean, I got a scheduled appointment with the Giants. So I was like, ooh, all righty, that's not good. So Brian Flores ended up uh, suing the NFL. Um, he's also accusing the Miami Dolphins own, owner in trying to pay him $100,000 per loss if he uh, tanked on purpose. And Yes. Then he accused the Denver Broncos staff when they interviewed him a couple of years ago for the Denver Broncos job for showing up intoxicated on the interview. So wait, wait, what happened? Back up. He he showed up intoxicated. No, Brian Flores said they were an hour late. John Elway and the rest of the staff was late to his interview. An hour late to his interview, and when they showed up. He said that they were intoxicated. Oh, wow. Now, this happened two years ago. So, um, Brian Flores went on national TV with his lawyers, went on the uh, Get Up show, and did a full interview. And Mike Greeny asked him, he said, Hey, you know, so if you knew that, you know, somebody was going to get, you know, that Brian Dayball got the job, you know, why did you go along and just with the interview anyway? And he was like, because I, I, I just didn't want to, you know, put off a perception that I knew something. I wanted to see what they do. I'm, I'm going to let them know what I was going to be capable of doing if they would have hired me and just go along with the process. Well, I knew what I was going to do afterwards. Yeah, so, that's 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 a that's a that's an odd position to be in because that's happened to me. I've 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 interviewed for positions that I already heard. You know, maybe not confirmation, but I heard, oh, they're leaning toward this person for this reason. You know, and I've been in that position before. But if you don't interview, then you risk looking like you're not you you, you risk looking like you're not ambitious or that you don't want to, you know, grow in your, you know, in your skill set at your job or something like that. So you are put in a very compromised position. With, with that so I, I get why he went through with the interview but like he's I wouldn't be surprised if in his lawsuit he's gonna have cited some other incidents and microaggressions that we haven't even heard about yet yeah yeah I, I agree and uh there's there's gonna be a probably a flock of coach black coaches that's gonna come out and probably team up with him as well and, and say hey man these exact same things happen to me too um also you know, I don't know if you heard Lovey Smith got hired a couple of days ago, right? Yeah, I heard something like that. Yeah. So here's the deal with that. So <laughs> it's funny. Brian Flores comes out, sues the NFL. Now it's now it's public. 
the Texans never hired anybody yet, but they had just fired their black coach that they had after a four and 13 season. It was his first year. His starting quarterback got hurt. He had to ride out with the rookie quarterback. They had a terrible season, but he actually finished the season kind of strong. So he had them going in the right direction. They fired him, right? Mm. They were set to hire Josh McCown and Josh McCown has no coaching experience on any level. High school, college, pros. They decided after this Brian Flores stuff came out, it was like, oh, you know what? We're not gonna hire Josh McCown. Hey, Lovey, we're gonna promote you to coach. Cause Lovey was already the defensive coordinator there. So they were getting ready to hire a inexperienced to above the defensive coordinator who has an extensive resume mm -hmm. did the person was did this josh mcgowan guy what is does he look like does he look like us or does he look like um <laughs> i don't know yeah he lives in palatine okay <laughs> For, for lack of a better, you know, description. Hmm. Yeah. So tell me again why I should support the NFL and watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm just giving you more in the mission, huh? Yeah, man. Like, dude, I don't care how well, many rappers you put on your halftime show. Like, <laughs> I just don't. You ain't gonna, go, gonna support Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> I support. I support Kendrick Lamar plenty by buying his albums. <laughs> Oh man! Like and people, people will get like people get upset, man. Like I'm like y'all. I'm not saying you shouldn't watch the Super Bowl. I'm just saying exactly. I'm not gonna watch it. Exactly. Oh, they go in again. You know him. He, he light skinned so he gotta overcompensate for the call. <laughs> like no, bro. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just I if I feel ambivalent about supporting it, that's that's me. Like right. do do what you do, you bro. Like I just I'm not, my light skin doesn't preclude me having a conscience. <laughs> oh, well i just gave you more ammunition and uh and feel free to share that with your loved ones i'm sure you <laughs> would love to hear that <laughs> so um going to I'm, 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 I'm gonna be kicking back in the movie theater super bowl sunday feet on the i'm gonna have my feet kicked up on the on the seat in front of me i'm gonna yeah. be like that dude in last dragon i might i might <laughs> I might even be break out break dancing in the theater. <laughs> you gonna be eating popcorn with chopsticks? <laughs> yup. <laughs> oh man, let's get into our mailbag time, man. Mailbag time. Uh, <laughs> I, I got a I got a mailbag question before you get into yours. This is this is, this is quick, man. I don't know where this is gonna go, but uh, have you ever been tempted to join a gang in high school? Absolutely. Expound. Uh, not not so much, not so much in high school, because that kind of starts. Honestly, man, anyone who grew up in a city, uh, you know, knows that the pressure starts well well before high school. You know, bef before before I knew what a freshman, sophomore, or senior was, I knew the difference between, you know, GDs, Folkstones, Vice Lords, Four Corner Hustlers. It's like. You just kind of pick it up, you know, it's just around you, you know, so absolutely not like like 
you know, I lived in a weird part of the city in the hundreds where, you know, it was essentially uh, four, uh, not four, three gangs. Um, so like where I grew up, like everything from like 123rd on South was Stones. Everything from 123rd North was GDs. And everything east of Halstead for the most part was GDs. But you had a small pocket of Four Corner Hustlers who was like, just, you know, holding their own hard. Right. So, um, you know, I, growing up, man, I always hated GDs, man. Me and my, <laughs> me and my brother would always get into fights with the GDs around our house at the, at the local basketball court. And I had a friend who stayed, I, I grew up on 121st and Ada. And then I had a, fr- a friend who lived on 127th and Ada. So I spent a lot of time over there and you just kind of get to know certain stones in the area. And then the barbershop I went to uh, and still go to, it was all stones kicking it in there. So, um, and then I got cousins who are stones. So, or at least one cousin who's a stone. So, um, yeah, you just kind of you kind of gravitate toward one side because one side is, you know, from 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 my vantage point at the time was was just cooler, you know, and um, yeah, yeah, I I I I I knew I never really wanted to join, but like, yo, if I could be cool with these dudes and they could ride for me occasionally. I'd take it, you know what I mean? Right. But I knew I wasn't about that life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I tried to join the gang in high school. Word? <laughs> yeah. I was in, I was a freshman. And uh I, I, it was for it was a, it was for dumb reasons, man. Like, you know, all the all the game bangers, man, they had, you know, they had all the girls and they had the cool handshakes and stuff. I just wanted to do the handshakes, honestly. I didn't even want to do all the extra stuff like slang dope and, you know, getting the fights with people, man. I just wanted to do the handshakes and, and look cool. And go to barbecues. <laughs> with my flannel shirt on and shorts, you know? So, <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, man, one day I, I, I told, <clears throat> I told, uh, you know, this, this one cat, his name is, um, Man, what's the dude's name, man? I know his last name was Carter. I'm just gonna say his last name is Carter. Marcus Carter. Marcus Carter. So um, I go up to Marcus, man. I'm like, man, Marcus, uh, I think I'm, I don't want to join the game, man. I think I want to be GD. He's like, what? He's like, man, you want to be GD? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you serious, man? I was like, yeah, man. <laughs> like, okay. Well, I let I let the folks know and um. We'll meet up with you. Uh, yeah, he's like, I let the folks know and I'll meet up with you. So I'm like, okay, cool, cool. So uh he told the, you know, he told the folks and everything. So the next day is after school. He's like, hey man, just meet me uh, you know, on such such block after school. So I was like, all right, cool. So I met him and I met up with him and he was with this cat named Ricky Green. He was one of the big, he was one of the big ones, and uh, a couple of other GDs. And Marcus was like, yeah, so um, my boy Rod, man, he interested in being, being GD. You know what I'm saying? What y'all think? Dude, why Ricky Green laughing in my face? This dude? <laughs> Rodney, you want to be GD? Ah, man, you ain't going to do nothing. I, I, and everybody, dude, he roasted me for five <laughs> straight minutes. <laughs> Wait, so, so. What was you grew up on Dante? What, what was the gang over there? 
So, no, at Hirsch, it was GDs and Vice Lords. So I went to Hirsch, you know, my freshman and sophomore year. It was nothing oh. but GD. It was nothing but GDs and Vice Lords. But at the time, it was a huge GD and Vice Lord war, which I wasn't aware of because all I was looking at was the handshakes and this that, and the other. So he was ro- he was roasting me like, man, you ain't ready, man. Well, if Vice Lord come up to you. And he kind of flinched at me and I kind of jumped and he, everybody like, ah, Dude, my whole, you talk about somebody's confidence being shattered in five minutes. That was me, bro. I was like, I just walked away. And I said, man, when I walked away, I, I just said, I know I'm straight, man. I'm straight. And they still, they still roasted me. I'm walking away. They still roasted me and everything. Man, I just went home, man. And I was just like, man, you know, just, I just sat in my room, dude. I was just quiet. <laughs> <laughs> like man, what did I just try to do? <laughs> yeah. And my mom, I, I actually, my mom found out. I, I told my mom the story years later, but like you know, and she was happy that you know I didn't go through with it. But that was a wake up call for me. Like man, you know, like, you heard that um, when he roasted you. You heard that? You you ever seen that prim snippet where he be like, "You making me feel bad"? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how it was. That's how it was. And that little boy popping up and me asking to be in the game, that little boy popped, the frog boy popping up. And he just, man, get your uh, and yo, uh, uh, and I'm just, that's what Ricky, that's what Ricky Green was, man. And the whole time he was the frog boy. And that's, that's hilarious, bro. And he was just roasting it. So, so I was just like, man, like, well, <laughs> I just stick to being what I am. <laughs> A neutron. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I it, it has some appeal to me, but actually, yeah, it, it definitely had appeal to me more, more in junior high. But once I got into high school and I linked up with, you know, the graffiti and breakdance crew I ended up with, that it kind of all that kind of went out the window. I was still cool with gangbangers, but I wasn't I wasn't leaning so hard on one side because. Once I actually got into high school, I actually got cool with some GDs. But I was cool with everybody, you know, GD Stones, even Latin Kings, you know. Right. Um, so, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was just like, all right, I, I need to devote myself to the arts and not not gang banging. And you know what's crazy? Later on, when I transferred to Jones, um, I, I was, <laughs> it was almost like I was GD by the hood I was from because they were like, yeah, you know, I, I like, Rod, where you from? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm from Evelyn Park. Oh, you GD? And I'm like, oh, you know, it is what it is, but hey. I, I know some GDs. <laughs> I know some GDs, but and, and basically, I, I they viewed me as GD at, at Jones anyway. So all the GDs <laughs> at Jones, you know, we was our own crew. <laughs> And you finally finally was able to join a gang. (laughs) (laughs) My my efforts were blessed. (laughs) Yep. And and, and, shoot, I was false flagging it up, man. Man, shout out to anybody out there, man, who grew up wanting to join a gang that but quickly realized like oh man i can't i can't i can't do this shootout with y'all tonight yo we got book study tonight Oh man, hey, and it was, and you know, it, it's, it's, it was some witnesses, you know, at Hirsch that I knew went to the hall and everything. They was GDs too. 
and going to I see them at the hall. One day they 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 whooping up some dude at a, at a locker, and, and then the next day, you know, we at the meeting uh, across the <laughs> way. They, they the neighboring congregation meeting. <laughs> oh, that's Rodney over there. Okay. <laughs> They give you that look like, yeah, don't you say nothing either. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's true. I ain't going to say nothing. If you don't say nothing about that girl you saw me with. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. But, yeah, you know, that was my little little, little miniature tale, man. <laughs> that's, that is hilarious. You just got straight roasted. Like, you, you probably dodged a bullet, though, with that one. I did. I did. Looking back, I'm glad that join and you know hey i think ricky for roasting me man because had had he been just like oh cool let's go man who knows what would have happened so yeah who knows bro who knows yeah so you got a mail back for us man you know what i was thinking about this question because man um come as of may of this year may 19th this year i will be celebrating my 15 year anniversary oh snap shout out shout out and um, I wanted to I wanted to pose this question. What was the worst anniversary gift you ever bought your wife? Oh, this was easy. This one's easy. When you sent me that text, this was easy. So my, my uh, Danita had a, a, a parakeet, a childhood parakeet that grew up with her. She actually took a parakeet with her after we got married and he lived with us. And actually his name was Australia. And, you know, the reason why Sydney's name is Sydney is because of the bird. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's why we named <clears throat> Sydney, you know, when we got him as a, you know, when we got him as a puppy. So, <clears throat> uh, Australia was, man, he was, he was, a, he was a gangster, man. He was punking Sydney out back in his puppy days, man. <laughs> we'll let him out the, <laughs> we'll let him out the cage, man. He'd just be flying on top of Sydney and Sydney don't know what's going on. But they they formed a bond, man. They formed a bond. But to make a long story short, man, it, it, the, the the bird had real bad heart failure. I would say about <laughs> yeah, three. That's, that's not funny. <laughs> about two when and a half years. About, when people talk about animals, especially birds, having heart failure, it's like, well, yeah, they birds. They they don't yeah. live forever. They don't live forever, man. <laughs> they he lived to. I think I think Anita said he was seventeen years old a 17 year old bird or something like that i'm like man i saw i know birds can live that long but yeah so <laughs> it, they you know i ended up you know they ended up putting them to sleep and everything and they had a little they dude they got little like little, little coffins for these birds that you can get really you know yeah they got little coffins for these birds so of course she had me <laughs> dump it <laughs> It was emotional, man, because, you know, I, I ended up going attached to that little bird, man. Uh, and Sydney was heartbroken. You know, he kept staring at the cage. We had to hide the cage because he would always gravitate mm. to that cage. That's and crazy. So, so uh, you know, about a few years later, <clears throat> I'm like, man, let me let me surprise Nanita with a with a bird. You know, let me, let me get another parakeet for us. So I went I went to PetSmart, got another parakeet. I named it Rio. Because at the time, Rio was a big movie. It was, that was one of my favorite cartoon movies at the time, man. Rio was for the people. Um, so I, I named it Rio. 
and, and plus Rio's character in the cartoon was blue. So I, got, I was like, let me switch it up because Australia was green. So I was like, let me get the blue this time. So I brought her home and I surprised her with it. And the bird hated the needle. Mm. The bird could not stand the needle. Bit her a few times, bit me a few times. Didn't like Sydney. And, but we kept him, we kept him around. And, and eventually he didn't have the lifespan that, that Australia had. One day Danita came home and he, he was in his cage dead. <laughs> she she came home Sydney just sitting there crying really and she like what's going on and she looked in the cage Rio Rio dead <laughs> Rio, didn't, Rio, didn't, Rio didn't last two years man <laughs> yeah probably because he was full of hate <laughs> oh man yep yep Wow. Well, I mean, that sounds like a thoughtful gift, though. Like, it just, you know, the bird did, didn't work out, but it sounded like a very thoughtful gift. It was. It was, man, because I was just trying, you know, I knew Danita loves birds. So I was like, man, you know, let me go ahead and, and surprise her with this with this bird. And it just, Man, get a dove, bro. Doves live for a long time, and they're very cool, clean birds. They sell them at, like, pet stores? Doves? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because people buy them for weddings. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Wow, wow. Man, my my the worst anniversary gift I ever got my wife was get this, a bottle of booze. <laughs> I knew it was gonna be alcohol related. And my wife don't even drink like that. Like <clears throat> When she does drink, she does. She don't drink just straight booze. She'll drink like a like a wine cooler, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like a spritzer or something like that. But like, you know, man, I bought her a bottle. It was like a really fancy bottle of rum, and like she hated it, man. She hated it. Like, I think, I think what she ended up doing, like, I had my uncle come over and do some work around the house that I needed done, and um. He was like, oh, that's a cool looking bottle. And my wife was like, yeah, you want it? Yeah, she, I, was, I was like, you want to give him the bottle? And I was, she was like, yeah, just give him the bottle. She was like, I don't want that. But yeah, man, I was like, that was like the worst gift I ever, most thoughtless gift. Because like, I was trying to get her into, you know, sampling more stuff and developing a, a taste for certain things. But yeah, she just wasn't going, man. I don't know what I was thinking with that. Yeah. Best gift I bought, diamond ring, though. <laughs> hey, hey, shoot. Same here. Same here. Shoot. Um, yeah, man, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> a booze and a dead bird. <laughs> <laughs> you said Rio was like he was laid out. Was he was he was he like was he on his back or was he like face first? I think he was on his back. Like like face yeah, he's on his back, like face. And looking at the sky, and that was it. He <laughs> was like Mama Payne's bird. Huh? <laughs> My Mama Bird. <laughs> oh man! I, I, but you know what, man? Danita just did not have a good relationship with this bird, and it was one of those things where I didn't feel as emotional when Rio died. I mean, the bird is only twenty dollars, so it's not—it's a cheap <laughs> gift anyway. <clears throat> right. So, uh, you know, when when Rio died, it was like, 
I was like, man, it was actually a side relief um, because I was like, hey, well, I ain't got to deal with Nita being reminded of this terrible gift I got. (laughs) (laughs) But we did get rid of the cage for good because it was kind of one of those things like Sydney had this thing where, you know, we kept the cage around and he just kept, he would not stop staring at it. And it got to the point where we was like, man, we got to get rid of this thing because Sydney is like losing it, you know. So Mm. we got rid of it and, you know, he was looking around for it for a couple of days. And then after he realized it's it's completely gone, he just, you know, just kept going, going about his life. So it is what it is, man. (laughs) (laughs) But um, let's get to the stand space matchup, man. Uh, mm, yes, we got we got, we got a few more. Maybe we got uh, about fifteen minutes left. Restaurant face off. I'm so glad I had another matchup in mind. But when you sent me this matchup, I'm very passionate about this one because number one, I just want to let you guys know I'm a breakfast enthusiast. Okay, As I am love I. breakfast, and there's a few key things that restaurants have to get right in order for me to be a guy that's constantly coming back. I'm going to get to that shortly. I'm going to start off with you, Ian. I had a feeling where you're going to go with this, but we're going to do the original Pancake House, aka OHOP, that's what I like to call it, versus Loom's Breakfast House. Yes. um, Just to give you guys a little background, OHOP's got a lot of locations. They're actually starting to expand outside of Chicago. Um... Looms has five locations in Chicago, one in Palos, one in Frankfurt, one in Orland Park, Willow Brook. Which one do you go to? Go to the, of course, I, I go to the one on 116th on Waxter. Oh, Chicago? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, and occasionally, occasionally the one in uh, in Tenley. Okay, gotcha. I got one, it's one in, in, in Palos that's right down, you know, um, right off Harlem. So that's the closest one to me. Okay. Yeah, the one in Tinley, actually, I actually prefer that one because they they get you in and out, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hand the floor off to you, man. Uh, who you got winning this matchup between the original Pancake House and Moons? Man, bro, I, I am extremely loyal to both these uh, establishments. Um, I, I, I regular I was regular attendee of the looms on 116th and Western, but also the original House of Pancakes on 104th and Western. So, um, for me, oh, for me, it was uh, 80 back when it was on. It closed down, but the one on 87th and Cottage was the one I used to go to. I forgot about that one. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Um. Man, this is this is not that hard for me, but I gotta give the edge to original house. Oh, they okay. use they use fresher ingredients. Their waffles are perfect. I I I mean like you you I can't find a better waffle. You know what, Ian, you turned me on to something. Because I never I was always curious about their waffles, but I never tried them. Oh, you gotta try their strawberry waffles, bro. Okay. I I I would make sure. I do that. Gotta try these strawberry waffles. Um, man, I'm not talking about it. I'm, I'm, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Looms is cool. You know, but Looms is more of a dive. You know, like, all right, we done with field service. We done with the meeting. 
let's go with looms. But when I want to treat myself, I go to Original House of Pancakes. When I want to take the speaker out, I go to Original House of Pancakes. Yeah, the wait can be a little long, but it's worth it. And it still ain't as long as the wait in looms. I don't know that what wait, it is about oh that looms on 116th and Western, man, but it's it's not it's not unusual to wait an hour for a table of four. Yeah, you you could forget about it, dude. If you ain't going super early in the morning, you could forget about it. In fact, I got I got put on to Original House because one time we were going to Looms. I, I can't remember how many of us it was. I think it was my field service group. But like it was like a two hour wait at like eleven thirty in the morning. You know, wow. it's just packed out, people spilling all out. Someone was like, "Oh well, Original House is up the street." I was like, "Yeah, I'll check it out." We went to original house. We waited maybe like 15 minutes, maybe less. Got our table. And the food was incredible, bro. Food was incredible. Like, like I'll still go to Looms. In fact, I, I, I have not been to Looms. Well, I take that back. I was going to say I haven't been since the pandemic. But I have been there a couple of times. But it was, it was strictly carry out. The only reason I was still going... <clears throat> um was just because it was close you know but they kept changing their menu that's the other thing i ohop's a menu has pretty much stayed the same throughout the years they haven't made a whole lot of revisions to it whereas looms kept making revisions to their menu you know um you know i might still hit it up if i if i got like a light day at work and i got time to you know run in run out and get a you know get some eggs get some coffee you know, one of the waitresses that worked there actually grew up, grew up next door to me when I used to live on 82nd and Elizabeth. And she was one of the waitresses there. So she used to hook me up. <laughs> hey, know, I did too. I used to have, I, I used to know a waitress that worked at OHOP on um, Western. And she used to give me all types of deals. Wait, you talking about the witness chick? Yeah, what was her name? I don't remember her name, but she was, she, she was some years younger than us. Yeah, she was younger. She was younger. I used to bring, I used to bring the homies. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, after field service or whatever, hey, let's go to the original pancake house. I, you know, I know a sister that hook us up with the D. I, was, I know I who you're like, talking what? about. Yeah. yeah, I know who you're talking about. Light skinned sister, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. She used to definitely look out for us. I, um, Yeah, she definitely used to look out for us. Man, whoever that sister is, shout out to you. Big time, big time. You know, but but the waitress said, "Loom, she was trying to smash." So I can't, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't really, I I couldn't really do that, bro. And then <clears throat> her sister, or her cousin, whoever she was, who grew, also grew up in the apartment next door to me on Eighty Second Elizabeth, I run into her on my route at work, working at a food for less, and she propositioned me. I'm like, yo. What's up with this? Like, what? Yeah, man. Yeah. Wow. She was down with the get down. I'm like, nah, I ain't, I ain't about that life. Yeah. Nah, nah. Not, no, not, not for no breakfast, you know? <laughs> wow. So, so OHOP is, uh, hey, I'm going to have to go clean sweep, man. I'm going with OHOP too, man. I'm going with OHOP too. I love, I like looms. Don't get me wrong. I love looms. Um, you know, my mom put me up on looms. Actually, uh, she was the one. She went with a couple of sisters, and she came home and she was just raving about this restaurant. I was like, Yeah, I gotta take you to looms. I gotta take you to looms. You love pancakes. I'm gonna take you to looms. I'm like, Okay. And she took me to looms. I was, I was fairly impressed. It took, like you said, the wait time was ridiculous, but. 
you know, I was impressed. And um, but the what, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing for me. Here's the thing for me. I'm a pancake guy, but along with pancakes, what else has to be good that's gonna make me come back? <laughs> is your bacon? Is your bacon? Dude, the your bacon, bacon bro. trash. I don't want to deal with you. Yeah, Loom's bacon has fallen off over the years. That, that bacon ain't, it, it ain't, it ain't hitting on. It's, it, I might as well make my own bacon, bring it to Loom's, and I eat it with my meal. <laughs> bring it in a baggie? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just order eggs and pancakes, and then I and I got my own bacon sealed up, and I just eat that. I, I, <laughs> but, but I'm telling you, man, I don't know where OHA get their bacon from, man. But that is the best bacon in Chicago, man. You know who used to have really good bacon, but they fell off? Cracker Barrel. <clears throat> Dude, I thought it was just me. Cracker like, Barrel used to have a thick cut bacon. Yeah. Crisp up just right. Man, it, was, I, it wasn't super, it wasn't rubbery at all. You could just, oh man, I could eat that bacon all day. And then all of a sudden, just subpar bacon. Like, what, what's, 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 what's up with y'all bacon? Honestly, I think when Cracker Barrel <coughs> went commercial, they fell off. Because when they were underground, they was hidden, man. They was hidden. Yeah, yeah. They was, they was, they was the restaurant, you know, they was the, they was the go-to joint, man. Like, like it was. Know, if you had time, but it's like, man, y'all like. And it was no wait. You just walk right in, yeah. man. Get you yeah. a table. Yeah, that too. <clears throat> that too. You I know thought, what I'm saying? I had this misperception, like uh, I had I had a bad perception of Cracker Barrel for a long time. I was like, man, I'll never go in there, man. Like some kicks in there and everything. And one day we went in there, man. I went in there for dinner, and I was blown away. I was like, oh. Then I went for breakfast. I was like, they breakfast better than dinner. Yeah, I only go there for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I only go there for. I'd rather go there for breakfast than go to a restaurant with mandolins or violins. Me too. Me too. Um, but yeah, man, like, uh, man, OHOP, their bacon is great. They got a wider pancake selection. Their pancakes are more flavorful to me. They're not so fluffy. You don't get full off one pancake. I feel like Looms, man, their pancakes are so, I never finished the whole plate of pancakes at Looms. I always had to take it home to go. Mm. Cause it's like, soup. it was too much, man. So, I, and I just like, I, lo- I love the service. We had a Pioneer um, lunch, uh, breakfast there before, and they did an awesome job. The way the waiting and the you know service is amazing. The decor, I feel like I feel like OHOP has stepped it up in the decor department because they were kind of the same you know level as Looms at first. You know, with a lot of their older locations, but their newer locations, man, they stepped it up big time. They actually opened a new one in Lagrange. Uh, around a new shop I work at, I was like, hmm. "What? You Man, I don't care. Nothing. I don't care nothing about decor. I, I just make the sure the food is good, and I'm there, man. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And and like I said, man, I just like Ohio's food better. And, Yo, you you, you, know, you said y'all were able to the take the pioneers there? Yeah, we took that. So so the one is I I I, I go to the one in Cicero. It's one on 106 in Cicero, and we were able to get the whole back area to ourselves of the rest of the Oh, I've been in that one. Yeah, I've been in that one. Yeah, so we were able to get the whole back to ourselves at the restaurant, and we were able to do our Pioneer breakfast there. How many of y'all was it? At the time, it was like 15 of us. 
So yeah, they hooked it up yeah, and bro, they had like two, love, two or three waiters and waitresses serving us. I would love to do that for the pioneers, man. But man, my congregation, man, we 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 didn't develop this culture of extraness where it's like <sighs> just 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 we gotta be extra, man. We gotta be extra. Yeah, it's trying to do mandolin environments. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah, man. And it's like, yo, ain't got to do that. The pioneers are cool with whatever. Right. <clears throat> you know, like, and it's like primetime, for example. Primetime's got that room, that extra room, and we had our pioneer lunch there before. Well, and it was well, amazing. Well, here's where we fall <clears throat> into a, a, a bad spot. We can never just do the pioneers. It's always the pioneers and their spouses and their kids right. Right. and the elders and their spouses. It's like, let's just take the, assign two brothers to take the pioneers out. Whoever's doing the pioneer meeting, I should probably do it. You know, and just keep it simple. Keep it simple. You know, cause we got 24 pioneers. So, you know, that's a lot of people, bro, to, to, to dump onto a restaurant. You know, and then you start factoring in, factoring in spouses and stuff like that. It's you gonna be at forty people soon. Yeah. You know, and I don't know, man. I just yeah, I'm, I'm not begin to actually with it. Simple keeping it simple is the way to go. You don't have to do all this fancy stuff, man. We got older friends that don't care about all that stuff. They just wanna they just wanna feel appreciated at the end of the day. And that's it. Yeah, that's all. That's all they care about, you know. And just be like, I, I, I keep, I keep my ears to the ground. They not into that. No, no. Come on, man. Come on. No. Let's keep it simple, man. Keep it simple. Jehovah telling us to keep it simple <clears throat> with everything, which is our lives. Period, man. So why should we? You know, I don't know. I'm going to keep that in mind for, for next year, Rodney, when we do the next Pioneer meeting, because hey, I think man. that's the idea. That's, hey, do it, dude. It's worth it. It's worth and, it. And call them like a, I, I probably, I'm going to try to call them a month in advance, like, yo, yeah. this is how many people we got. Yeah, you know. yeah, do that, do that. That way they can let you know, like, you know, we did it on a day where they wasn't, they, they prefer to do it in a time where it's not as busy, because I think they stay open to three. We end up doing it. We, we did our pioneer meeting first and then we end up meeting there at like 12 or so. And they were able to clear out that. And it was during the week. I think we had it. Actually, we had it on a holiday. I think the, the first of the year. And so a lot of people ain't going to restaurants on that day. So we were able to get the whole back to ourselves. So it was, oh, they're open on New Year's Day. On New Year's Day huh? Oh, yeah, they don't. They open on New Year's Day. Yep. I think they don't open. Only they don't open is, is Christmas. I think, but that's a, that's a good idea, bro. Yeah, that's a good idea because we we be we be making it hard on ourselves, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, let's get to these awards, man. Uh, we got the we got the big hair Rico Award. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go first. I, I, I'm giving the big hair Rico Award to the Texans, man. That, that shady hiring of, of Lovey Smith. I'm happy for Lovey for getting a job, man. But that, that was it. Was like, oh, so now you, so now the NFL suing. Now all of a sudden, y'all want to hire a black? Like, come on, man, get out of here. Uh, what you got, Ian? I got a, uh, I got the West Coast, uh, the Western Conference All Star uh, starter team. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. 
you eat your man, you got a you eat your banana good. <laughs> And I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. Drop a dime on the grind. I don't like that. Essence of Otis Award. Oh, uh, the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, it's um, NFL related, but uh, Antonio Brown. Um, I'm tired of him, man. That's all. I, I ain't trying to see him no more. I ain't trying to see him. I saw his. I, I watched his interview um, that he did with Brandon Marshall on, on I Am Athlete, man. And it was, it was, it was, it was, it was a mess. It was. Yeah, really you know what? Basketball, like former basketball players who go into the media, man, dude, they always close ranks with their fellow players whenever there's a controversy you know, or a conflict of some sort. And they just, they don't do good journalism, bro. No, they don't. They don't. They, they're extremely biased, you know, and I, I get it. Y'all have similar experiences, but like, you know, hold their feet to the fire, man. Exactly. I, I just felt like the interview didn't, really didn't accomplish anything. I felt it's like, like it was like, Brandon Marshall you know. trying to jump <laughs> quick at a hot topic instead of just staying. And you know, that, that, that crew broke up too. Uh, his original crew broke up. Fred Taylor and, and Shannon um, left, and Shannon Crowder left and started their own show. I actually, oh, I, been watching, I actually been watching Fred's show because I just feel like it's more authentic, it's more real, it's not biased, you know, and, and Fred a real dude, you know, he like one of the OGs. So it was like, I, I love listening to him and his take on things. I felt like Brandon Marshall always over talk him and I'm like, man, I want to hear what Fred got to say, man. He dropping knowledge over there. You know, like, cats think because they talk loud, they saying something. Like, no, nah, man. Like, just because you loud, bro, don't mean you saying something. So Yeah, that is true. That is very true. So, hey, man, that's the we'll oldest go to Brandon Marshall, too, then. Nobody come to see you either. Uh, Cuddy Award. Who you got? Shaquille O'Neal, man, for actually, uh, you know, speaking his mind, man, as always, you know, speaking his mind on the Ben Simmons situations, but also um, being man enough to kind of pivot, you know, when he said uh, Ben Simmons reached out to him and in his DMs and then laid some stuff on him about, I guess, some mental or emotional issues he's been going through. You know, Shaq came out and said, you know, hey, you know, I'm going to lay off on him, but, you know, uh, the criticism comes with being a player, with being a good player. I dealt with it. Uh, Shaq dealt with it. I mean, I mean, Chuck dealt with it. Yeah, you know. And I'm gonna I'm continue to criticize good players. So, um, you know, he he's always been fairly consistent with that. But shout out to him for being a boss and acknowledging there was something else going on. So he'll lay off for the time being, and um, but also holding his feet to the fire, like. And just saying what it is, you know, and giving props to Embiid for actually listening to their criticism. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I like that. That's a good one. Um, mine's going to it's his recent basketball game. But the Bucks, you know, knocking the Lakers down flights of stairs yesterday. Celtics knocking the Nets down uh, several flights of stairs uh, yesterday. Man, the Nets are a disaster, dude. Like Nine straight they've lost, bro. Dude, the Nets are trash, man. I mean, they get a you played yourself award too. Like <laughs> I get them that too. So 
Milk Carton Award too. <laughs> Where they been? Yeah. 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 It's a shame hey. too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they they get all of that. Super teams. Man, dude. And this couldn't have worked out better, bro. Oh man, I'm, I'm so I'm happy. I remember saying in the beginning of the season, man, like, I hope the Lakers have injuries. I hope the Nets have injuries. And, man, it's really worked out for me, bro. Yeah. I, 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 I love seeing them struggle in mediocrity and and, and, and and have no assets to trade. <laughs> None. They stuck. Especially the Lakers. They're stuck. They can't do nothing about it. It so. is just hilarious to me, man. Like, this is what y'all get. This is what y'all get. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you had one superstar, that's cool because at least you got some decent players, hopefully under him, that could kind of carry the torch. Kind of like what Brooklyn had before with uh, uh, um, uh, uh, D'Angelo Russell and Karis LeVert and uh, Spencer Dinwiddie and Jared Allen. Hmm, how, how are those guys doing now? Jared Allen's doing pretty good. Um, Karis LeVert, he's doing just fine. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, and you know, he's he's up and down, but um, man, you know, they had a squad, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't get it, man. I don't, I don't get it at all. But, uh, I, I mean, how do you? I, I just, I just, you know, what people are gonna say about you when you put these teams together, like, or maybe they just don't care. At this point, I don't think they care. I don't think they care. They just want to win a championship and win it the easy way and instead of doing it the right way. And, you know, shout out to Giannis and, you know, for doing it the right way. You know, everybody's, yeah. <laughs> you know, look at the, the Phoenix Suns, man. They ain't got no super team. But look what they doing. Like, they, 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 they drafted well. They made timely free agent signings. And look at what they're at. They're in first place. It's all it takes. That's all it takes, man. It don't take yeah. every team's best players to join forces on one team. It doesn't. That's not the answer. Because the media, man, they're, they're trying hard to, to find an angle and to find a potential trade for the Lakers right now to send Dane there. Send Ben, even though I don't think Ben Simmons is going to fix the Lakers' problems. But, man... They're trying hard. Like, they're asking DeMar DeRozan in interviews why he didn't go to the Lakers. Yeah. Hey, DeRozan, you did the right thing, man. Thanks for coming to Chicago and giving us something to watch here in Chicago, man. Because, man, I, I would have been real disappointed if you would have joined the Lakers. Because, <laughs> it, it, you know, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of super teams. Just, let's let it go. Let this be the last year. For Super Bowl. <laughs> and I know it won't be. I know it won't be. As long as LeBron's in the league, as long as LeBron's in the league, there will be at least one super team in the league. Right. And who knows what this next generation of, of NBA, you know, all star superstars are gonna do in the future. So we never know. So uh that will do it for our show, man. Um I got hands to cut, but uh real quick, real quick, I uh, just want to shout out. Um, it, 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 Jay Dilla got a new book out. Really? Yeah, it's called Dilla Time. It's actually available on Amazon, eBay. It basically breaks down uh, the art of how Jay Dilla put beats and stuff together. 
So I haven't heard any reviews from the book yet, but um, uh, Aaron Hines actually texted me and he's like, man, I got the book. I'm like, what's this? Oh, it's the new Dilla book. I was like, what? <laughs> when this drop, you know? And it dropped, I think, last last week. It's called Dilla Time. I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, yeah, check it out. Check it out. I knew it was it was one more thing. I I was like, man, I can't leave this show. It's something Dilla related that I have to share on the show. Oh, and also a couple of a couple of days ago, uh, Dilla Donuts turned 16 years old, which ugh, makes me feel old. But yeah, man, I remember when it dropped, man. Man, I remember when it dropped. Man, well, uh, uh, oh, Griselda fans. Uh, also, uh, the, the team is back. Check check out that new track. Oh my goodness. Oh yes, yes, yes. And I hope y'all enjoyed that little Griselda homage I threw on the, at the end of the last show. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, and hey, check out. Also check out Vibes uh, and Stuff podcast. is a, a great interview. Hey man, I just got to listen to the interview with uh, DJ Fam. And uh, man, dude, that was a great interview. I appreciate uh, it, man. Shout, shout, hey, you doing your thing on the interview tip, man. I see you. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I want to do some more, man. But, you know, it's hard. It's hard nailing cats down, you know, and, and finding cats who, you know, they, 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 they want to talk, you know. Right, right. But but we also just dropped a new episode uh, yet last night. Uh, we did part one of our greatest rap hooks ever bracket. Uh, the cuz old Chaz came through for that. And oh, was Chaz, hilarious. Chaz was in the house. I gotta listen. Yeah, to that. I gotta listen. You know, I'm a big Chaz <laughs> fan, bro. At the 54 minute mark, bro, like right before the 55 minute mark, she drops the quote of the night. <laughs> oh, I gotta listen to it. I gotta listen to it. I hate when I miss being on the show with Jazz. <laughs> she dropped the quote of the night, and I was like, "Yeah, that's that's why I get Chaz on the show." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and shout out to you for the Coffee and Beats series, man. Um, still enjoying that. Oh, Love it. getting put on to some good music, bro. I changed well, the well, intro, well. too. I changed the intro. In- new intro oh, alert. Yeah, yeah. I just dropped season three this uh, Friday, this past Friday. So uh, check it out on YouTube. Yeah, I changed Gotcha, gotcha. Hey, real quick. One thing I want to suggest for Coffee and Beats, just an idea I'm throwing out there. Can you do reviews of coffee creamers? Oh, definitely. I actually did. Okay. So I didn't release my first season publicly. I did that on my first season. I actually um, featured a couple of creamers. I had a featured the cinnamon toast crunch one. Um, And then I featured the confetti flavored one. And it was another one I featured. But I'm going to get back to doing that. I actually, I actually, that's what I did in my first episode of season three i'm gonna get back to introducing like coffee recommendations because i kind of went away from that i was kind of doing that separate on separate episodes but those wasn't really hitting because i'm trying to see what works and what doesn't but okay i'm gonna start i'm gonna start featuring it just in one episode and just get it out of the way so yeah they got the snickers bar um i, I tried the snickers bar i got the hershey one too um, man the strawberry shortcake one Try that one. Yeah, it was another creamer. Man, 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 man. Oh. They had cinnamon toast crunch. They had golden grams. They had uh, what else? Uh, man, it was another cereal one. Um, oh, the stone cold one is good. 
good too. Yes, yes. Stone Cold and it's I can't find that nowhere. Oh except what? For, except for this one gas station in Bowling Brook. Myers always have them. Oh, that's where I gotta go. Myers, okay. Yeah, okay. Myers always have it. Okay. So, yeah, Myers or or check Target. But Myers is guaranteed to have them. Cause Target's hit or miss. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, man. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna write that in the, uh I'm I'm definitely gonna feature more of that. Also, I got cups too, K cups that I'm gonna recommend too. I actually recommended uh K Cup. It's a cookie uh flavor one. Um that I've been rolling, man. I've been rocking with off Amazon. So yeah, man. Definitely got those in the archives. All right. Hey, all right. Hey, Let's hey, go. and and all you guys that's out there supporting Starbucks, man, leave Starbucks alone. I'm I have officially boycotted Starbucks. I'm done. I'm done with Starbucks, man. I, it, it's don't do it. I, I, and you probably never really supported it, but. I actually, I'm a, I'm a Starbucks. You know, I, I I dabble with the Starbucks. You know, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not super dedicated to them like some people are. But every now and then, if I feel like treating myself, I hit up Starbucks. Man, they fell off, man. They Have they? Off. They fell off. Oh, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's because you know they all are packed all the time, and I feel like they're rushing through drinks because they don't have a lot of people working, and the drinks just be coming out flat. No flavor and I don't know, man. And then you're paying all you're already paying a bunch of money. And then I also heard that they going up on their prices some more. So I'm like, man, y'all losing the customer, yo. Like, y'all need to get better with you with, with the quiet or the quality of your your drinks, or else y'all gonna lose people. Cause y'all Yeah, but you know, they they got that that bougie crowd that's always gonna go to them you know what i'm saying the the, the the people who who feel they too good for dunkin donuts you know what i'm saying they too good to come out to the local dunkin donuts with your boy <laughs> yeah hey Dun dunkin ain't no joke man i like i love i, I will never stop liking dunkin's you know coffee and and i still think they got the best hot chocolate so you know they do bro they low-key they do yeah yeah so yeah, I, I'm never gonna say no to Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, man, I gotta go on ahead, get to cutting some heads. I know, uh, Ian, you gotta do your thing. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, we will got. Uh, th thanks for listening to the show, and we'll see you on the next one. Absolutely. All right. Peace. 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 season because they asked your coach a question and we went without you and your coach gave a funny answer 
that should tell you you need to get in, in, in the summertime and work on your game. You don't think I, I haven't been criticized by you guys and Stephen A. You don't think I haven't, have, you know, I haven't been criticized by LA media, New York media. Great players get criticized, but great players also step up to the criticism and perform. So this other guy, I don't respect him. I would get rid of him.